The following broadcast is a production of HCC TV. Hi, I'm Justin Boyd. Hi, I'm George Luna. I'm Brittany Pacheco. And I'm Frank Cooper. And we are The, the Watchers, Watchers in, in the, the Basement. basement. Watchers in the basement. We are back here at the uh, Main Street Studios here in Houston, Texas, <laughs> and we returned to do a video podcast. To complete. Yeah, we're here to complete the boys, the series, the boys. The Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I. What, I think y'all are reaching for that one, but that, yeah. that's probably part of it too. What you're laughing about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> complete. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. We're immature. It's yeah. Okay. It's been a while since we've been yeah, not, in front of the camera. Yeah. Not a good start. Not a good start. So we're going to talk about the final three episodes of The Boys. Uh, we, we left off, we were doing it episode by episode, we did five episodes, and then we stopped for about a month, and now we're going to do something that only we can do. Yes. Only, the, only the watchers in the basement can do this, so let's go. Let's start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thrown off by the opening, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it back. Um, we have to get back into our groove. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Bear with us. Yeah. Thank you for watching and listening to us yeah. as we, you know, spiel. Waste your time. <laughs> um, no, so it's the first episode we're talking about is season uh, episode, oh God, season, season one, one, episode, episode six. six. It's called The Innocence. George, if you wouldn't mind reading the synopsis for this All right. One. Super in America. Bot produces a very a video to a very, very <laughs> video to craft a more. We are professionals. Yeah, very professional. This show is because we haven't done the show in forever, <laughs> and it's taken us a while to get our rhythm back. So give me a second. <laughs> Bot produces a video to craft a more endearing public image for superheroes. Yeah, the video it's um, it's it's very like PR-ish, of course. Yeah. And, uh, it's there's a lot of kind of funny aspects, but they're unintentionally mm -hmm. funny. And I can't remember exactly what it opens on, but I, there's a scene where Homelander, like, he's going through this home that's not his childhood home. Yeah. He's pretending like it is, and he's talking about how, like, oh, like, mom used to play the piano here all the time, and, oh, here's my room, also known as the Baseball Hall of Fame, and he's got baseball yeah. stuff mm -hmm. everywhere. And then, like, he sees this blanket on his supposed childhood mm -hmm. bed, and he, like, freaks out. Yep. Mm -hmm. they, have to, they have to cut. Someone gets fired. Yeah, someone gets fired because it's blanket. Obviously, he's attached to some blanket. It kind of seems like he's from some other planet or whatever. Whenever he was a child, he was he had his blanket or his whoopee. For, <laughs> for you, uh, Mr. Mom fans out there, I love Mr. Mom. It's, it's actually a TV series now. Is it really? Yeah, it's like on um, it's like on IMDb or something. Huh. It's like it's a limited kind of deal. Okay. I haven't watched it, but it kind of briefly reminded me of Linus from. You know, Charlie Brown, Charlie the peanuts, Brown, you know, peanuts, with the, yeah. the, the attachment mm. to a, a blanket, yeah. a blue blanket at that. So, yeah. yeah. So what y'all think about, like, the whole shoot of this? Like, there's different, they, they go to each character and they kind of shoot their kind of background or what they're doing. And what are y'all's thoughts on that? Well, I mean, because up to this point, we don't know much about Homelander. We don't know if, he, if he's, you know, one of the superheroes that originally had his powers to begin with. Um, or we don't know where he came from. So it, it kind of gives you a... An inside view of like the beginning of like okay his origin story is coming up, um, but he's just a he's a very strange character like he's he's the picture of of of, of like this Captain America figure of like mm -hmm. you know hope and and peace and you know tranquility and then like he he 
goes on this rampage mm -hmm. on on the set. So mm -hmm. it really caught my attention. Like, what's what's to come? Yeah, so. yeah. It's kind of like this, like what you're saying, wholesome, all American, uh, you know, good boy, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And as soon as the the camera is off, it's like he turns into the person who he really is. Um, but that even goes to show for the rest of the supers that you know they're they're showcasing for this like I guess reality TV show or I, I think the whole purpose of this is to market them that they should be in the military but it's kind of like yeah. more like I said reality it's TV. supposed to make them relatable to people. yeah 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 because yeah. we see that with uh, the deep you know he's showing CPR to mm -hmm. to lifeguards and and black noir which i think was interesting with his thing it was this very peaceful centric you know meditating kind of thing which we still don't know anything about black noir who has not said a word yet nope. no. <laughs> so, to this moment so yeah. what do you think george i think like the videos that they were trying to make are just like those corporate boring videos and just seems so fake to me so mm. just to see and then you see his reaction and how he freaks out and we know like it definitely has a connection to his childhood, which was probably not good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, just all those videos seem like super fake and they're just trying to uh, get the public on their side to get them to go to yeah. the military. To your point about, you know, this very corporate, you know, S type thing, mm -hmm. when they were talking to A-Train about his upbringing and, mm -hmm. and he said, you know, his dad had died, it was just his mom and his older brother mm -hmm. and what have you. And then he talked a little bit about gang violence and, and the PR person was trying to say, ah, oh, let's, let's, let's cut that out and make it a little bit more upbeat. <laughs> just saying, when you censor someone's truth, it doesn't go over very well, just yeah. saying. I just like to throw that in that's there. A, that's, that's, a, that's a good, that's a, that, that's a good um, view. Cause I didn't, when I heard that, I was like, man, like these guys are really being controlled. Like as, as powerful as they are, mm -hmm. they're really being controlled by, by this company, yeah, I mean, like, and it makes you wonder, like, what did what did what did this company have um, holding over these guys' heads? Because, like you say, like we said before, Justin, these guys can just take over the world if they really wanted to, or just leave and just go rogue. But yeah, yeah it makes you question. Yeah, George mentioned something a second ago about how um, you know these videos they come off very fake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the one who's not fake, who's actually not in the video, is uh, Starlight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the previous episode. Um, she was at this religious festival. I can't remember what it was called. The Believe. The Believe, Believe Expo. Expo. There we go. Yeah. Um, and she gave this speech. She went off prompter and explained that, you know. Mm -hmm. She spoke her truth. Yeah, she mm -hmm. spoke her truth. And because of that, she got somebody fired. Yeah. So Ashley, her PR person, was fired. And she learns this. She goes to Vought to see what's up. And um, mm -hmm. then uh, Annie Starlet has a meeting with Madeline Stilwell. Mm -hmm. They talk about how, you know, you need to conform to this image. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna do whatever I usually, what I used to do. And I'm just gonna be a superhero. And, yeah. and still was like, no, you're not. You're gonna follow our rules. And then mm -hmm. she says, well, you know, uh, you know, I don't think you wanna tell me what to do when I just told the world that someone assaulted assaulted, sexually mm -hmm. assaulted me. Mm -hmm. And I think you know who it is. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the next thing Good for her for standing her ground. Yeah. The next thing we see is uh, Stillwell goes to talk to the Deep. Of course, he's the one who Annie's talking about because yeah. it happened in the first episode yeah. mm -hmm. of the series. And so um, she asks him to publicly apologize, which that's also kind of a funny scene where yeah. he's like trying to work on his like, it's, it's you know, he's with his, his camera crew and yeah. he's trying to figure out what to say. And, and you know, he's just. He's, he's struggling with it because he doesn't like sincerely mean it, mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think. 
even though he's asking for her forgiveness. Yeah. And, and because of his uh, poor decision making, mm -hmm. he's being sent away to Sandusky, Ohio, yeah. to for a sabbatical, quote unquote. And <laughs> yeah. that's what you get. All places. Yeah. That's what you get. We'll learn oh. more about that in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very much so. Very much so. But before all this, too, um, the boys are talking about the super charity um, led by Ezekiel and, and how uh, the compound V has been moved for many years since 1971, but they're disguising it as polio vaccine. So mm -hmm. with that information, they want to take it to the CIA, to Dr Deputy Director Rayner. And Butcher is trying to kind of persuade Huey also to not trust Starlight. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> George, you want to explain that scene with the uh, collateral damage survivor support group? Uh, yeah, that was such an awkward scene. So <laughs> we we see a recognizable face there. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's uh, one of the marketing or PR guys from yeah. Vought that was introduced to what, to Starlight. Then he showed her the mm -hmm. dress, right? I think. Yeah. Well, anyways, that guy was in there and. Uh, <laughs> It was just an awkward conversation. It, it kind of opens up with him talking about his story. Yep. And then basically the whole thing is they wanted Butcher to kind of open up and, mm -hmm. and talk about his, what happened to him and his experiences. Mm -hmm. But I think all that is kind of like overshadowed from this guy. Yes. <laughs> talking about his experience and <clears throat> with, uh, what was her name? Ice was, Princess. The Ice Princess. She's basically the ice, the ice man of this world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> he's he was having relations, and something unfortunate <laughs> happened to him. What happened to him, Frank? <laughs> um, in negative three hundred forty-six degree manhood snapped off at negative three hundred something degrees because mm -hmm. when they were having relations, she when she came to, <laughs> she a, to a conclusion, um, <laughs> she uh, she she froze, yeah. and while she froze, he, he was still. There. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it snapped off. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But Butcher basically is trying to show Huey that, you know, these people have an unhealthy, like, still admiration for these supers, yeah. even though bad things have happened to them. And he, not Huey, but Butcher is trying to say, like, you all should be fighting for justice. Like, you know, get mad about this. You know, don't, don't accept them. Mm -hmm. Accept this, you know. Um, but. It's funny when he said that, I mean, I don't know much about Ice Princess. I don't think neither one of no. us do. But, yeah. like, it didn't sound like she was a bad guy. She just an had a moment. unfortunate event. Yeah, it was an unfortunate event. Of her, and, and the unfortunate event caused, you know, mm -hmm. an appendage for, uh, to come <laughs> off. So, I mean. Yeah. What an unfortunate yeah. appendage it was. So, yeah. Up, yeah. But, uh, but we finally learned the truth about Butcher's real motives. Why mm -hmm. he hates right. the super, superhero so much. Mm-hmm. And he, he, Butcher, tells Huey in the exact same spot where Becca, his wife, was last seen in a park that eight years ago, Homelander raped his wife. Mm -hmm. and allegedly. She, allegedly. Mm -hmm. And she went missing shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. What's going on with the boys, though? What's going on with Frenchie so and Eminem? So the boys, they're looking to, uh, they're trying to communicate with the female. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're finding it tough. Only, uh, only Frenchie kind of can kind of get through to her. Yeah. So they decide to go to this guy, uh, this <clears throat> former superhero. There's kind of superhero. His name's Mesmer. He's played by Haley Joel Osment. 
the dead people kid. He's this, back. this was actually kind of fitting because yeah, he's, he sees dead people. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> so basically, he's, he's a telepath. Mm. If you come in contact with him, if it's any skin-to-skin contact, he can kind of read your mind or see what's in your, in brain. your past. Yeah. Or yeah. Anything, yeah. yeah, he can read read people. So they, they recruit this guy, and the way they do that is M.M. Um, knows that Mesmer has a, has a child, yep. his daughter. He doesn't get to see very very often, or if at all. Mm-hmm. And so basically, he negotiates. He's like, "You're going to help me. You're going to help us. Yeah. And I can set up with social workers, and you can see your daughter. Right. Yeah. You know, an hour a week or something supervised. Yeah. So Mesmer <clears throat> gets to he meets the the female, and uh, at while he's uh, reading her palm or whatever, holding her hand, she. Loses it and snaps his wrist. I right? laughed so hard. Yeah, you were such a it was unusual funny. person. I know it was she's, hilarious because I didn't expect it. I didn't, finds, see it. I didn't see it coming. He finds humor in someone else's pain. You're starting to scare me. Yeah, bro. I know you kind of are. Sorry, guys. The Is death of funny? the dolphin. That was funny. The person in Game of Thrones that was killed by the bell. The bell. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Can uh, I switch places with someone? <laughs> Frank. When he falls on set or something. Oh my gosh. That, yeah, that sounds about right. The reason why she's able to snap his wrist is because, as we've learned before, she's superpowered. She was injected with uh, the compound V. Mm-hmm. And so he gives another shot, uses his other hand, and this time uh, he learns that um, she was kidnapped along with her brother. Mm-hmm. They were part of this, uh, like a this terrorist leader. group, yeah. Yeah. the Shining Light Liberation Army. And then we also learn her name is Kamiko. Mm-hmm. So she does, she's not just called the female anymore. She actually has a name. So I have a quick question. So she was kidnapped to be a part of this terrorist group, but it wasn't until she came to the States that she was injected with Compound V, or was she injected with Compound V while she was part of this terrorist group? It's, I think she was injected there, maybe. It's, okay. it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really hard to say. Yeah, because <coughs> they, they wanted to use it for, for propaganda purposes, right? To, yeah. make it, to make it seem like the, the world's under attack by this, ter- by this terrorist group, so they superpower a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of these, these humans. That's what it seems like. Yeah. That's what it seems yeah. like. Okay, because I'm not like quite clear on it, but you know, more will be revealed in the next episode. Um, but that, but uh, Stillwell is being brought in by the CIA uh, mm-hmm. because, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, <laughs> but Butcher tells Rainer about what, you know, what they found with Compound V. He's trying to right. make, you know, make, uh, create these terms to be met. And one of them is about Homelander, uh, that he'll be, you know, brought to justice for, at the full extent of the law, and mm-hmm. Rainer's like, you know, I can give you everything on this list, but Homelander. And mm-hmm. Butcher decides, hey, you're not getting that compound V, which is a huge mistake, most likely. Mm-hmm. But then something happens with Mesmer. Mesmer kind of double crosses the boys. He's a snitch. You snitched on Nathan last uh, audio episode, so you know, why don't you snitch what on I do? Mesmer? <laughs> Blamed him for not recording <laughs> when we were oh. talking for 25 minutes. Oh, nice. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, wow. But Snitches. Yeah. Snitches. <laughs> End up in ditches. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but Mesmer goes and snitches on the boys to Homelander and, and show, has surveillance photos. And, you know, Huey and Annie are getting kind of close. They have a little date. Mm-hmm. Butcher finds out. And um, Butcher pretty much feels that Huey's turning against the boys and fraternizing with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Or so he thinks. So yeah. he thinks. And scene. And so now scene. we're going to go to the next episode. Yeah. The seventh episode of The Boys. It's titled The Self-Preservation Society. George, if you wouldn't mind doing the honors, give us the quick synopsis. Let's try this again. Yeah. 
Take your time. <laughs> Never trust a washed up soup. The boys learn this lesson the hard way. Meanwhile, Homelander digs into his past. Starlight discovers that love hurts. And if you're ever in Sandusky, Ohio, and ask... <laughs> And a, girl. And, and a girl asks if she can touch your gills. Say no. <laughs> Did you write this? No, no. no. no, no. Oh, this is from the. This is from Amazon. Amazon. Wow. Yeah. Oh, quite talented. Yeah. So, um, so anyone here have gills? Anyone? Anyone? No, no, anyone? No, no, anyone? No, no, no. Nathan? Nathan you? might. Nathan have gills? Yeah, he's saying yes. No. Darn. Okay. So this episode. Um, Again, I'm not sure if this is exactly how it begins, but there's a butcher has a flashback to mm-hmm. Christmas eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's at a Vought party because his wife works for Vought. She's mm-hmm. in social media marketing, yep. stuff that we would know nothing about. <laughs> and um, maybe communications too. Again, not familiar with that, but he... I can read. So anyway, <laughs> they're at this party and she meets, uh, they meet Homelander for the yep. first time. And, or, I don't know if it's the first time for her, but it's the first time for Butcher to yeah. I think so, because she was a little starstruck. Yeah. yeah. little starstruck. So Homelander comes up, and he, you know, introduces himself to them, and says, mm-hmm. hey, I, I loved your work. Like, you did, a, like, a Twitter takeover or a social media takeover yeah, for me. for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'd love for you to work on all my social media stuff. And she's, like, thrilled. Mm-hmm. And um, at this time, we also see that Homelander is with Queen Maeve. Mm-hmm. They're, the they're yeah. kind of together in this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is this shows you the Butcher the first time he ever saw Homelander in person. I, I right. assume that's the whole point of that. So yeah. anyway, from there the uh, we open or the next next scene is uh, Huey and Annie are in a hotel room. They're having sex. Um, they they're talking afterwards about um, she's saying, Hey like why don't you like this was nice, but why are we in a hotel room? Mm-hmm. Like why didn't you take me to your home? And Did, he's didn't her eyes flutter or like yeah they, glimmer? They, yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah. They got it seems bright. like there's yeah. a a correlation between yeah. uh, superheroes when they climax come yeah. to conclusion. Yeah, to conclusion. As yeah. Frank oh. said, come to yeah. conclusion. Oh. She has beautiful eyes, by the way. That's the first time I actually noticed her eyes was in that scene. She's got dark brown eyes. <laughs> when they were lit up and like fake yellow. Yeah, yeah. that was very yeah. beautiful. <laughs> uh, I must say. They weren't real at that point. <laughs> uh, Frank doesn't. Why Frank doesn't care. It's rude of me. Oh, Darn okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, she asked. Um, hey, why aren't you, you know, why can't I meet your dad? Why can't I be at your place? And he's basically says, hey, like, you know, we live, I live with my dad, first of all, like, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. And I just Quit quit my, my job. Mm-hmm. And so things have been bad for me. So that's why I don't really talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that seems to work just fine. For the, mm-hmm. um, the next part we get to is the deep is now in Sandusky, Ohio. And he's meeting with the person. There's a, a Vought representative there. And this mm-hmm. person's like kind of showing him around. Yeah. He's telling him, he's like, hey, we have one of the biggest uh, water parks, in the, or we have the, one of the biggest roller coasters in the country yeah. or whatever. Lake like, Erie is here if you want to go for a swim. Yeah, and we even have a Dairy Queen. <laughs> like lizards and stuff? Which is funny. Uh, and you can tell, like, right away the deep is not feeling it. Like, no, it's just. he's not. Well, it's Ohio. He's, I know, he's used to being yeah. in New York City. Now he's in this small town. Yeah. And, um, but he's going to utilize his time because he, he's going to go and write his memoir. Yeah, and this is actually. My, the only part of this show that I did not like ever was this mm. part. And the reason why is the deep, you know, he's bummed out that he's in Sandusky, Ohio, and mm-hmm. they use a song by Air Supply. <laughs> and it's the same song that Deadpool 2 uses in the opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it, to me, it's just like, that's, you're ripping off a joke. And like, that's like, yeah. 
the Deadpool did it way better. Like, mm -hmm. don't do that. Like, that's mm -hmm. the only thing about the show I did not like. Like, mm -hmm. Deadpool just did it way better. It's it's funnier how they do it. Like, you could have used any other like sad, sappy song, which yeah. later on they used an REM song, kind of in a similar situation. Yeah. And it works fine. I'm like, why didn't why'd you do that? Yeah. That's only a question about the whole show. Oh, so gosh. just music. Other than that, perfect. It's a perfect show besides that one thing. <laughs> so ninety nine percent for my rotten tomato. Review. <laughs> so you, you you're okay with the uh, the scene where he brings a fan to his apartment? Yeah, yeah, it's a good scene. It's a good scene. It was kind of rough to watch, actually. That was so weird. It yeah, was really weird. After a while, I thought he enjoyed it though. I don't it think he did. It seemed like he did. Man. I don't think he got. I don't think I he mean, enjoyed it at all. I mean, she enjoyed it. Yeah. So and then he, she then enjoyed why did he keep, it. Why do you keep doing it? Because he, I did think, he feel because he felt bad for what happened. No, in the I, I, think, I really think he felt like he could. He had no control. I really think he was. Yeah. He was in such. It's, it's like distraught. the tables. The tables have turned. Yeah. He, he, he sexually victim. harassed and assaulted yeah. a female. Now the female is turning around and doing that yeah. to him. Mm -hmm. And so this girl, she puts her. He has gills on his on his chest or side. Yeah. And she puts her fingers in his gills, and he does not like it. Um, she does like it. She does like it. And, uh, <laughs> she, she really likes it. Yeah. And she, so it's kind of like, it's sort of like meant to be like a rape scene, sort of, yeah. for him. For him, his perspective. So. Um, I just think because the fact in the very first episode, he, he did what he did to Starlight. He forced himself upon her. And right. this woman's forcing herself upon him as well. Right. So, you know what? You get it. Yeah. You get what you deserved. Yeah. Jerk. Those are gross. Yeah, that was really, really weird. That was a weird. Yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because Mesmer has outed the boys to Homelander, Homelander calls a meeting um, with Black Noir, Queen Maeve, Starlight, and A-Train, and basically reveals to everyone that Huey is the person who killed Translucent. And Starlight is very taken aback. She's very like, oh my gosh, there's no way possible he could have done this. Like. He's he's just not that kind of person, and and there's one part in this in this whole scene where A Train kind of turns on her, mm. and is like, like, you B word. It was just kind of just like a funny, just I don't know. It was a really funny thing, um, but it, it's like Homelander's going in on Starlight, and Queen Maeve unexpectedly kind of comes to her rescue, mm -hmm. to her defense, and yeah. says like she genuinely didn't know about this, otherwise. You know, why would she be reacting like this? Yeah. And, you know, Homelander is just, he's just going in. He's just being Homelander. You know, he's not that all-American boy that, you know, this TV show is going to make him seem to be. You know, he's, right. he's a jerk. But I wonder if that was a scare tactic by Homelander. I wonder if he already knew that he was just doing that just to scare her, but not, if he, if he, was, if he was really going to do anything to punish her. Probably just to scare her. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm it's not sure. I'm not sure. Because he was getting pretty mad. He was, yeah. He got mad at her like two or three times. And yeah. Each mm -hmm. time was, he was more kind of angry and violent. But and it, his, eye, his eyes lit up and it yeah. wasn't because of any kind of completion or anything. <laughs> 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 that, that we know of. That was a good one. How so, do you know? So, but, okay, like, real question though. So were, were his fake red eyes as nice as her? That's good. That's good. That's good. That was good. That's good. Did you like his fake red eyes or her fake yellow eyes better? Uh you ponder on that. Well, we'll be moving no. on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Yeah. But not, not a real question, by the way. That was a joke. So. <laughs> moving on. Oh, I didn't think it was a joke. I, I was really pondering that. But. There's a lot of red in this next scene that deals with Butcher and Mesmer. Well, actually, let's before that, though, there's something that happened. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. So in the scene where Homelander is telling 
all the other seven or what's left of the seven, the five or whatever you want to say. Because <laughs> translucent and the deeper, they're or they're out. They're, yep. they're out. So um, while he's doing that, he's showing pictures because Mesmer got pictures of everyone mm -hmm. who came, all the boys. Yeah. He got photos of Butcher. He got a photo of Huey. He got a photo of M.M., Frenchie, all of them. Yep. He puts them up on the board and they all see them. And A-Train goes, oh, I know that guy. Like talking about Huey, he's like, I, I've seen that guy. Then yeah. that's when everyone learns that, yeah, the reason why A Train knows that guy is because he ran through Robin, who mm -hmm. was, you know, uh, Huey's girlfriend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and Huey so, met him to get the apology. Right. He at also encountered him at Pop Claw's apartment mm -hmm. with right. MM. So, yeah, he's seen him a couple right. times. So now A Train knows what Huey's up to. Yeah. So A Train uh, visits Huey's home. So mm -hmm. Starlight didn't get to go meet Huey's dad, but, uh, a-Train did, mm -hmm. met the dad, he calls uh, Huey from his phone, from mm -hmm. his dad's phone and threatens him to say, hey, yep. like, you better get here right now mm -hmm. or I'm gonna kill your dad. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, and don't bring anybody with you, don't do anything stupid, just yeah. you alone. I do wanna say really quick that A-Train is also not in the best of health because of all the consumption of the compound V. Compound v his heart yeah. is enlarging, um, he's not, as fast as he used to be right. and like his bone density is just like like he's crumbling he's crumbling right. so that that will come into effect which, yeah which is very interesting because like the other seven don't take compound v regularly regularly yeah. he's the only one that does yeah, yeah. but I, you see what it's doing in yeah. his body i don't get that I don't get that either well if it, they were pumped up with it like as, as babies, babies why would you need why more? would you need that Cause like unless unless A train speed fades away if he, if he doesn't re up but like yeah. nobody else's power fades away exactly. when, when they don't re up so that's, that been, that, that well, kind of confuses the moral me of the story is don't do drugs yeah. we, we don't know about the other ones if they're all if they were all created in a lab or if they're from some other planet like Queen Maeve might be from some other place we don't know that's that. true that's we, true that's too. never that's, explained that's fair mm -hmm. yeah. that's fair um, the deep yeah, who knows like, but yeah. from what we know it seems like they're all right from this yeah from maybe the, from the compound maybe so maybe yeah. maybe we'll yeah. see i don't know why his power fades i don't know if, if because speed is just like a, a thing for the youth anyway mm -hmm. like you know like mm -hmm. the fastest man in the world is never like a 38 year old guy it's usually someone who's 22 or something that's true. never gonna be you know like except um, for what's his name the olympic runner can't think of his name, but anyway. Carl Lewis or something? No, 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 no. Someone Dave else. Johnson, Someone yeah. more recent. You saying Bolt? Yes. Yeah. He's a little bit older. Yeah, he's still, 31 now. Yeah, yeah, he's not super old. Yes. Um, so getting back on onto right. this. So A-Train. Right. So, and this is how they realize that Mesmer has screwed Screw them over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Huey, he goes to his home. He brings Compound V with him to tell uh, A-Train, like, hey, like, um, let him go, and I'll let you have this vial of compound V and uh, a train kind of falls for it and just when he's like about to kill Huey and he explained to Huey how dumb he was not to bring somebody bam Kamiko shows up snaps his leg like pretty severely yep. she hits him with I don't know what she what sure she hits him it with like a wrench or she something. had like a, she had a like pipe that. or something yeah. like something she got him good and like his Ooh. leg and the bones the bone sticking out of his snapped. leg it's a nasty looking and yeah. and because of the compound v consumption it's deteriorating him and i right. think that's probably the reason why granted she's super strong right. mm -hmm. but one thing a train did say to huey and i think it struck a chord was that when a train killed robin it was an accident mm -hmm. and he blames huey for pop claw's death because right. he he you know 
he feels like he had to kill her because of mm-hmm. what yeah. Huey put in motion. Exactly. But if he doesn't kill Robin, Huey doesn't even know about it. And it never happens. This, this is true. This never happens. This it's still his fault. Mm-hmm. It's still his fault. Yeah. So just like Mesmer for outing the boys. Right. That too. Yeah. George, you want to talk about that scene with Butcher and, and Mesmer? That was brutal. And they so they go into this restroom, uh, and he, he's gonna, Butcher's gonna have a talk with Mesmer or whatever it seems like. Having a good growler. And then he found out what happened, and uh, <laughs> that's what he said. Because yeah. yeah. Mesmer's locked up in a, in a bathroom stall. Yeah. yeah, he follows him in there. They're, it's not going to be a conversation. It's not a conversation because they're they're like an airport, and he he's, they eye each other. Mesmer starts running, yeah. which yeah. follows. Yeah. They end up in a restroom. And then right. you, but I thought he was going to like talk to him and like see see where it goes. I didn't think he'd do it there. At, like he already knew though. Oh, he already knew. He already knew. He had warned the boys before. He's like, why don't y'all go to this guy? How yeah. can you yeah. trust him? He's a soup. Like, yeah. He's a former soup. Like, yeah. He was friends with the well, He was right the whole time. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. He was. And then he brutally beat him down on the sink and just. Oof. Yeah. That was a graphic, graphic scene. Yeah. Yeah, but Mesmer did try to, like, you know, with. Yeah, with, read, him, read, read him. His mind every time. Was every time. Him. Yeah, Butcher punched him. That and worked you, out you great. see flashes with the, with, about Becca. Oh, I can help you find her. You know, I, I, only yeah. I can do it and what have you. And. And then Butcher, you know, puts his hands on yeah. Mesmer and, and really shows like this yeah. is what I'm gonna do to you. So, yeah. so, so after the, after Butcher kills Mesmer, we have gone. A, we have another flashback. Yeah, he gone. We have another flashback for uh, Butcher, and this time it's a flashback to we meet uh, Grace Mallory for the first time. Mm-hmm. She's a CIA agent who is. She was the originator of the boys in a way. Mm-hmm. She was the one who was trying to bring down the soups before yep. Butcher knew about it. Yep. And so she knows that Butcher's wife is missing mm-hmm. after this encounter with Homelander. Mm-hmm. And so she shows Butcher this video that shows um, uh, Butcher's wife going into this room with Homelander. Like, I guess they're at Vaught or something. Yeah. And they're in there for three hours. It definitely is implied that they have some kind of sexual relations. relations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some kind of contact. And um, so Mallory kind of gets Butcher fired up. Like, yeah. Yeah. this is what happened to your wife. Like, we don't know if Homelander killed her or if she... Killed died herself. Some, she killed herself, but yeah. this is the last time we saw her or whatever. Right. So yeah. what are you going to do about it? So she kind of is the one who set him on this path. Mm-hmm. Um, but that path is also uh, curious to Homelander. Because also, Homelander yeah. is wondering what happened to Becca. He goes to Stillwell and says, hey, do you remember this girl? She worked mm-hmm. here about eight years ago. And she's kind of weird about it. She's like, oh, I just you know, I just thought she quit. Like, right. oh, well, she's missing. Oh. Okay. Hey, why don't we order in tonight? You know, that's it was yeah. like a really mm-hmm. weird conversation. But Homelander pursues this inquiry about Becca and goes to see a Vought scientist, Dr. Vogel, uh, Vogelbaum. Which is weird that he will wait until that point to ask about Becca after mm-hmm. eight years has sur- yeah, <laughs> surpassed. Want to ask about Becca after? But it also goes to show that like supers don't really care about anyone but themselves. Yeah. yeah. He only thought of her because he saw Butcher's face and he remembered. Yes. That's the guy that I've I talked met. To him That's, before. Sure. That's the guy I saw at the yeah. track event yes. weeks ago. Yeah. Like, same deal. That's Frank, true. you want to talk about the the conversation with Dr. Vogel, Vogelbaum and Homelander when he goes oh, to the house? Oh, when he goes to the house? Yeah. So yeah. Vogelbaum was a, was a former scientist of Vought, mm-hmm. and he had a hand in creating the... I'm guessing the compound B infusing it with the with with, with the babies, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, so he goes to find more answers, and that's this is where we find out that all the memories that was embedded in um, embedded in Homelander's mind was all fake. It was, all, it, was, it, was, it, was it was it was a fake home, fake adop- fake parents. Um, he was really fused with compound B. 
is what we're well, he was, he was a lab child. Yeah. I mean, because we did see him in a scene with the blanket. He's a little boy. Yeah. And, and it looks like there's a, what do you call it? A glass, window. like a two-way mirror. Two-way mirror. Right, or? but I'm, I'm talking about what was on the wall with... Like the cutout, like when you're shooting practice, yeah, no, target, like a target, target practice. Oh, thank like you. Target, yeah. And it looks like there's, you know, what would have right. been his light beams yeah, and what yeah, have you. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they was making, they was training him to be a weapon. Yeah, I right. mean, they, they were trying right. to normalize him and try to give him a, a childhood watch at the same time. Right. Uh, Developing yeah. him to be the, the 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 number one, you know, guy. Right. So. But but Dr. Vogelbaum does explain about how. Uh, Becca came to Stillwell with with a peculiar, you know, uh, health condition, and that she was pregnant with Homelander's child, whom he didn't know he could have mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. right. And ultimately, it led to both her death and and uh, the baby's death. And Vaught basically just they covered, covered it up. It up. Mm -hmm. And when uh, Homelander's questioning about, you know, all this, all this stuff, you know, Vogelbaum basically expresses his regret about having raised Homelander in a, in a lab. And, and one thing I will point out, saying that for subjects who were raised without a mother, they turn into violent, aggressive, hateful people. Mm -hmm. and, and Homelander's like, well, I'm none of that. I'm the greatest superhero of all yeah. time. Right. So. The, but the Vogelbaum says, you know, you're my greatest failure. Yes, right. he does. Which, man, that, mm -hmm. that, that hit course. me like, yeah. Burn. Lord. Burn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, so now with, they've got this information about Compound V. So Butcher takes this to Rainer and asks her mm -hmm. to protect Huey's family's and milk, uh, Mother's Milk's family um, mm -hmm. in exchange for the evidence he's going to turn over. Yep. Um, so then she meets with Stillwell. They charge Stillwell and Vaught with this you know, conspiracy to, you know, you've been creating these superheroes. You told us these people were chosen by God, but actually you've been creating them in the mm -hmm. lab right. for years. And it looks like she really has, like, she's about to nail... Stillwell with this case mm -hmm. and in the middle of it she gets a, a message on her phone or something she steps away this is Rainer she steps out of the room and she's into this like kind of I don't know CIA kind of studio surveillance mm -hmm. surveillance area yeah. and they're showing her how there's this superhuman terrorist mm -hmm. his name is Nakib which mm -hmm. means captain mm -hmm. and so he's supposedly the leader of these like super terrorists mm -hmm. and so yeah. she immediately goes oh they're they're creating soup terrorists. Mm -hmm. So like this is, they're basically ensuring that they're needed by the military because who can stop a soup terrorist? A soup. A soup, yeah. right? Exactly. So, um, so we learn about that. Mm -hmm. He looks pretty cool. He's got some like lit up thing on his chest and he can walk through fire and he looks like he's like Superman, yes. but. Yeah. It almost seems like he's maybe like a starlight equivalent because she can project, you know, mm -hmm. uh, right. light and whatever out of her body and it, he seems to do the same. Yeah. So we'll and, see. And speaking of Starlight, so mm -hmm. she um, she goes to talk to Huey about this. She hasn't talked to Huey since she found out that he had um, killed uh, Star killed Translucent. Was involved in this. Mm -hmm. she, he'd been calling her. She wasn't answering his calls. So it's finally mm -hmm. they, they meet. She's like, I have to meet. I have to talk to you in person. Mm -hmm. Huey meets with her and explains to her, like, look, like, you know, you think you were born with these powers, but you weren't. Vought right. pumped these things in you when you were a little kid. And right. Your, and your you know your 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 mom and dad were all. A part of this decision and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and so they're discussing this and he's telling her he's like but you know you can help us you can I like I you know yeah we're friends like you know you mean something to me yeah and he looks up at her and like right on her chest is a red dot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. boom she gets shot by butcher butchers yep. you know butcher who told Huey in the previous episode or in this episode like you don't need to get associated with a soup yeah. they're all the same they're all the same mm -hmm. and basically his goal is to kill all of them. 
Yeah. And so he shoots her a couple times. Mm -hmm. She survives the shots. Yeah, so you nothing can tell. happened. She's, I mean, yeah. she's knocked down, but she's okay, right. I guess. And then Butcher and um, Huey leave. Because mm -hmm. she did learn from Maeve in, in avoiding yeah. Huey that yeah. people are, are uh, everyone's weakness. Right. Even to superheroes. Right. So. And there's one other scene that we didn't mention, but I want to mention real quick, is the Deep was at a grocery store. <laughs> oh. After he got uh, uh, his gills molested. He, was, he got a lot of, of chips and Twinkies, of, by the way. Yeah. Like Drake, he likes his chips with a dip. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that clip the other day, and what I was like, mean? I, it's so dumb. Like, I wish, like, someone could just slap him every time he says it. Like... I like chips and guac and yeah, chips and salsa, but, it, but like it was after the Raptors won the championship. It's like oh. I want my chips with the dip. What does that even no, mean? I have no God. idea. Why did I bring it up? You know why? Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, the deep is at the grocery store. Yeah. Buying a bunch of junk food, like Brittany mentioned, mm -hmm. and he's in the seafood area. He notices <laughs> some. Uh, so you want to take it away, George? Go ahead. Yeah. He was, he was just he was making conversation with one of his buddies, uh, aka a lobster. A lobster. And he's walking by a tank, and he's just having this conversation with him. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna save you. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna get you out of here. And I think he expected to take the 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 lobster live and yeah. just him boil it at home. And they cut it right in front of him, and yeah. he died. And he's like, wait a minute, oh. Mm -hmm. oh. So that was terrible. But once again, his attempt to save an animal or to save a, <laughs> a, sea. a sea creature yeah. is foiled by uh, reality. Humans. Yeah. Um, Damn them. Did he take the rest of the lobster or just left off? No, all I don't think so. Like that. Yeah. I just left off. Yeah, I think it's like a lobster bisque wow. or something. <laughs> <laughs> super, yeah. You think he ate it? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's why he eats all those Twinkies and chips. It's right. like cannibalism uh. or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now we're to, we're to the final episode. Season, uh, season, season one, episode, episode eight. eight. It's called You Found Me. George, give us the synopsis. All right, series finale time. Season finale. Season finale. Season finale, yes. <laughs> Questions answered, secrets revealed, conflicts conflicted, characters exploded, and so much more. There's a lot in this episode. This is an amazing episode. Mm -hmm. Worthy of its own podcast, but we don't have time. So, <laughs> so this, this episode opens, and you're in a war zone. We're in a war zone, and Homelander arrives, and so they're in Syria. Mm -hmm. And so in Syria, he quote-unquote discovers... The compound V, yeah. right? That he discovers that they're uh, that um, terrorists are using this to create super terrorists, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and in the meantime, the Pentagon has classified compound V as a controlled substance and lists the boys as fugitives. So the whole plot that they were trying to work out with Rainer completely did not work. Did not work. Yeah. Uh, their families are apparently protected, but they are not. They are fugitives. They're on the run. Yeah. And. Um, it's not looking good for the boys. Mm -mm. Like, it's not looking like good for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They're by themselves. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um, Annie, taking the information she received from uh, Huey about being a... Um, Compound V baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She talks to her mom about it. Her mom tries to deny it. And yeah. Eventually, she admits to it. Yeah. And, uh, she's furious. A, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty pretty upset I about. She's gonna hit her for a second. Oh my god! Yeah. Right? She and we saw what yeah. she could do to a brick wall. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whoo. So, in the meantime, uh, we go back to our guy, The Deep. He's, he's hoping, he thinks he's going to return to the 7. He thinks he's going to get the call back up to New York City. That's not the case. Mm -mm. The guy at Sandusky like, tells him, like, like you're... pre-celebrating. He's like, you're here, and they'll yeah. let you know when they want you, but right now they don't want you. Yep. I, feel, I feel like The Deep got, like, 
the baseball equivalent to like demoted to a triple A affiliate yeah. <laughs> until he's ready to come back to the main roster. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, so and because of this, apparently because of all that's happened being molested by this girl, um <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, which sounds funny. Shoes on the other foot now, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the other foot. Um <laughs> sorry. But it doesn't work. The other gill? Oh, yeah. There you go. The that's other good. fin? We miss Nathan. We've been hearing his voice a lot in our podcast, but we can't see him mm-hmm. because he's behind the camera. Yeah. Don't worry, we're going to incorporate him more right. into future podcasts. We definitely will. So the deep, because he wasn't called up to the, the big leagues per se, he's now suffering from an emotional breakdown. He breaks down. We see him through the episode, he's like shaving his head. He's cleansing himself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Has a delicious smoothie. Delicious. With vodka and fruit. Right. <laughs> it's like a sangria with a... Okay, yeah. It actually looked pretty good. Yeah, it actually <laughs> like, did, yeah. A lot okay. of good fruits and stuff in there. And as long like as that. none of his hair like, fell into it, because oh, he's, yeah. he's shaving his head, he's shaving his whole entire body, and it's just, it's a cry for help. It yeah. really, yeah. honestly, is. Calling himself names, he's definitely like, calling yeah. himself up. Yeah, he's so, really uh, doing that. And it's not looking good for A-Train either. No. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that, Frank? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he gets he gets racially profiled while um, he's not in costume. Right. And, um, it's it's a reminder that you know in this world people of minority backgrounds, if you, just because you're a star doesn't mean that you're that you're mm-hmm. that you're not um, that you don't suffer the, the same plights that that others that other, others, others mm-hmm. go through. So he's also on crutches at the time. He's yeah, because Kamiko broke his leg viciously in the last episode. Viciously. Yeah. Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. So he's uh, he's pretty upset about. Being treated like a like a nobody yes. compared to being a super. So he's hit he's hit rock bottom himself, and yep. then he he resorts back to getting back on that compound V, mm-hmm. that good old compound V. Yeah, mm-hmm. that worked out great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and his brother's not very uh, happy about that. It no. seems. No, he's not. Yeah. He's not a fan of it. No. Um, so now we go the other the boys and or this is MM and Frenchie and Kamiko. They're they're set up in a motel somewhere, hiding out. Yeah. Hiding out when uh, a, a team of like black ops, yeah. they're not Vought people, but they work for Vought. Yeah. They come in, they uh, capture them, and... Um, I will say though, because it's a callback to like one of the earlier episodes that when those black ops guys were in the van, it was like a floral type mm-hmm. delivery. Yeah. Butcher had made mention of that early on saying like, I'd rather be in this kind of uh, moving truck or whatever versus a you know a flower thing so it's kind of like it was he already knew yeah. like their operations right. like you know how how they move so that was a good mm-hmm. callback yeah. yeah and so the reason why butcher and huey are not with them is because they are they're going to meet with mallory again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or i mean they're going to meet with her for the first time i yes. guess yes um mallory hasn't talked to butcher in a long time like for everyone else yeah. yeah like everyone else she's not excited to see him yeah um Poor guy. And we learned that... Uh, He's so likable. Right. <laughs> we learned that whatever happened in the past with them, it cost her grandkids. Yeah. They were, yeah. They were killed sounds. by Lamplighter. They were roasted, I guess, by Lamplighter. Roasted. Which, also, yeah. roasted. which yeah. also is a callback to earlier in the season where um, M.M. and Frenchie get into an argument. Because yeah. I guess Frenchie deviated from a plan yeah. to, to catch Kimiko. And, um, and M.M. brings up, well... What about that time with Mallory when you screwed up and yeah. her grandkids died? When you don't follow the plan. Yeah, you don't follow the plan. People die. what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it gives you an inside look of like the, distru- the, the, the aftermath of what happened with Mallory yeah. and her grandkids. Mm-hmm. And then you find out it's the first time you hear Lamplighter's name since the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We still don't know what happened to him, but we know that he played a part in slaughtering her grandkids. I, I think yeah. the boys kill him. Or some, I mean, he definitely is 
dead. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be revealed in future yeah, seasons. Yeah, season two. Um, so Mallory, she refuses to take part in anything, but she does tell him she knows that that Butcher is hot after Homelander. That's his whole goal is to yeah. kill Homelander. Yeah. So she tells him, she's like, you know what? Like, he doesn't have any weaknesses, but he does care for this Madeline Stillwell. Mm-hmm. That's his actual weakness. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of. It, it's kind of like the Superman Lois Lane thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. except for reverse. Like yeah. it's like Superman is in love with Lois Lane. He has no weaknesses except for Kryptonite and magic and other weird things. <laughs> but uh, but he's always worried about his family or Lois yeah. Lane. So yeah. same kind of deal. He's mm-hmm. basically she tells him, "You get with her and you'll find out more about him." Mm-hmm. And she basically tells him, and indirectly, like that's the person you should yeah. kidnap yeah. or you know mm-hmm. take kill even you mm-hmm. know? so um, at this point uh, Huey leaves and he's going to talk to Annie trying to get her on board to help out and she refuses saying she can't trust him after what all's happened so mm-hmm. um, the next scene is kind of a comedic scene they're at the uh, we're at the Vought um, building and it's a party with the you know, still wells there with all of the military folks yeah. and they're I guess they're celebrating this this new partnership that's about yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Black Noir like takes over the piano. <laughs> starts playing piano. Which is kind of interesting because in, in, in the previous episode, we, we saw, or one of the previous episodes, we saw that Homelander said his mom really loved playing piano. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of kind of weird that Homelander and Black oh, Noir would have some kind of... good point. They might have that. some kind of future. I don't know. No. It's weird. Ha, huh. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, Brittany, you want to take over? Oh, so just at this you know party, um, you know, we see Starlight who she refuses to help Huey because she doesn't trust him yeah. for anything. And, you know, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of talking it up with this young, you know, uh, uh, military official and, mm-hmm. and they're having a few drinks and she kind of gets sick and yeah. runs into uh, Maeve in the bathroom. And in, in the previous episode, Starlight had told Maeve that, you know, I used to look up to you. I used to want to be you and, and be that superhero that helped mm-hmm. everybody because you actually cared. And, and now I can see that that was all marketing. You know, mm-hmm. that was just whatever. But Maeve turns around and basically tells Starlight, like, listen, like, I really did save these people. I really mm-hmm. wanted to do good. You know, just be yourself. Like, don't, don't fall into this trap of, you know, marketing, yeah. you know, writing everything about you. So, but other things happen too at this party that Homelander, it involves Homelander still. Well, George? Well, also we're introducing to the president of Vought. Yep. Oh, so yeah. we get Good to point. see Gus. We get to see Gus from Breaking Bad <laughs> yes. as we know him. I still haven't seen it. His I name is watch Mr. It. Edgar. Mr. Edgar. Mr. Edgar. And he's, he's got good news for Madeline Stillwell. That Madeline Stillwell is going to be the one to take over after whenever he's done yeah. and whenever he decides he's done. She's the coach in waiting. Yep. Which always works. Always she's works. she's gonna move up to the 88th floor. She's gonna move up somewhere. 82nd. Ooh. 82nd floor, yeah. Yep. She got a huge 82nd promotion. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> she has a huge promotion. Yeah. But Homelander confides something with her. Talking about? Yeah, not taking. <laughs> so Homelander, he confesses still well that you know what, like it is convenient that um, these super terrorists kind of came along like right at the right time. Like it's because I created them. That's what he's, he basically said. I created the super terrorists. He's been getting a train to right. run run the compound V. Right, mm-hmm. and um, so she's clearly freaked out by this. Yeah, but her response is to have sex with him. 
because that's just what you do when you find out that that yeah. one of your employees yeah. has done something horribly bad. And it's a weird kind of scene because she has like this motherly thing over him. And yeah. She definitely plays into it. And he definitely he's into goes that. for it. He's yeah. into it. Yeah. He's into it for it's, sure. It's very strange. Um, God, I'm glad I have my mommy in my life, man. That's <laughs> man. So fast forward. Me too. Yeah, that's so weird, man. Like she's such a nice person. She is. She is. Moving on. <laughs> so. Yeah, so the next thing, we, we go to, Huey's trying to help Frenchie and then uh, get, uh, so they're, they're, they, were, uh, they were captured by these black ops people, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So now we, we're, we're going to their secret base or whatever. Somehow Huey finds out where it is. Yeah. And he gets himself incarcerated to save them. <laughs> he puts a... Uh, he has oh, a retainer. Yeah. A retainer, yeah. but he puts like a piece of metal in his retainer. Well, that's just like well, the retainers the retainer. had, had the metal. metal at the bottom. True, but I think they. If you wore he, yours, you would have known. I think he said he added something to it. No. No. Oh, he he, he had put like adhesive that way it would stick. Oh. Uh, that's okay. why eventually. It was so hard to take off. Okay. Mother milk. Y'all can explain. Mm and and Frenchie were trying to you know remove the 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 retainer from him because he used like the what people use for like dentures. Mm. Yeah. To you know polygrip or whatever, Oof. and um, that was a kind of a funny scene of. <laughs> You know, Huey's mouth being violated it. by others' hands, and that sounded really bad. But just a punch. They punched him in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it popped yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kimiko is is being, I guess, injected again by Compound V. She's she's under some kind of you know drug influence, mm. and and Frenchie obviously wants to get her out of there. And there's like this really big. Um, gun scene, you know, shootout, mm -hmm. and Huey's like, he gets the gun and he starts like shooting at people. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really, really crazy. But then uh, A Train arrives. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who wants to talk about that? A Train arrives. A Train's favorite, uh... go ahead. Um, well, so A Train arrives and he's he's still injured. He's still badly injured from the from the fight he had with Kamiko. Mm -hmm. In the first place, and um, he wants he wants Huey. He wants he he wants blood. So yep. um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but when 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 he wants blood, they 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 somehow he somehow spares Huey. Um, well, Starlight shows up to kind of like yeah. rescue, yeah. Okay. and so she's kind of fighting fighting him off, and he's using his super speed to like bypass all her mm -hmm. her light projections, whatever you call it. But because of the compound V, you know, his heart like starts. He has a stroke, right? He yep. has like a heart, heart attack. attack. He has a heart, heart attack. attack. And now it's like, oh my God, like he's going to die. Mm -hmm. So in good faith, they try to revive him. But, 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 I mean, Huey does. Yes. She basically says, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, just let him die. Just basically. let him die. Yep. He was like, no, we can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so she realizes, okay, this guy's a good guy. He doesn't, he, you know, this is someone who's trying to kill him and he's trying to like revive the guy. Right. Yeah. So she tells him, run, you know, you get off. out of here. Yeah. I'll call it in to the ambulance or whatever, call the paramedics and then, you know, yeah. which is Which is a sign of good humility by him because like normally in shows like this, when a, when a protagonist or antagonist has their first kill, when he yeah. killed Translucent, it's easy to like he fall. Wanted more. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to want more. But like, yeah. kind of like, kind of like Kristen Dunst in the in the Interview with Vampire when she got her first taste of blood, <sighs> she just wanted more. But he went the he went the opposite movie. route. He, he was like, no, nah, I can't do this. Because after that, after that murder, translucent, mm -hmm. I've been I've felt number but tremendous guilt. So mm -hmm. man, shout out to him, man, for having a big heart. Yeah, but proving to her like he is a good person, mm -hmm. obviously, and and her faith, I guess, is a little bit restored. Yeah, yeah. In him. 
Yeah. So. So now we get to the uh, the thrilling finale mm. of the season. Uh, Stillwell comes home, lights her out, and she learns that Butcher is in there. Mind you, she has a baby. Right. A baby who was supposed to be, you know, babysat, and that's her, her first concern. And the sitter. Right. And the sitter. Yeah. So Butcher's there. He's uh, he kidnaps her. He says, "Hey, the baby and the sitter are okay. They're upstairs. They're uh, they're taking a little nap." <laughs> Um, a little nappy nap. Yeah. So she loads up. He loads up Stillwell with explosives, mm-hmm. and they're just waiting for Homeland to arrive mm-hmm. because you know this is this is his lowest lane apparently. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So Definite weakness. She is Homelander bait. Right? Yep. Homelander arrives, and uh, this is a really bad idea. Like, yeah, Homelander is yeah. super fast. He right. can easily disengage. He can hear everything. Hear, yeah. Yeah. I'm like. I don't think he thought this through. He didn't. Yeah. No. Probably not. And he, he didn't well, care, though. No. But yeah, Butcher, yeah, and no, Homelander calls it out. He's like, yeah. what was your plan? No. Was your plan just to, like, kill her? Like, and he's like, you know, he basically shows that she doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Because he he, um, he goes, hey, like, I went and talked to Vogelbaum about what really happened, and I, I, I think he says, like, I uh, squeezed the truth out of him or something. Yeah. Basically implies he killed right. Vogelbaum. Yeah. But even Stillwell like shows that while she's sitting there with these explosives um, attached to her, yeah. she's terrified of Homelander mm-hmm. of now oh, knowing yeah. the truth because right. because before they had relations, he said to her like, "Don't lie to me, like you need to tell me the truth right. and that kind of thing." And then once again, she, she, she lied, lied to him. Yeah, and like, and she basically confesses to him like, "I'm terrified of you, right. like I'm terrified of what you you are and right. what you can do." Mm-hmm. And by that, she tells the truth for the first time. Too. Exactly, and he's like. He's okay with that. He yep. kisses her, and then he, you know, he's holding her by her head and uses uh, his laser vision to to nuke her. Yes. Look at her one last time. Crazy, absolutely crazy. And at that point, you think, okay, well, Butcher's plan is really just completely kaput. Right. Um, and you know, the Homelander had brought the baby down from upstairs. Right. You know, and so the baby's in in the room, and. Butcher's like, okay, what else do I have to lose? So he, you know, hit, lets the explosives go and yeah. and um, kill that baby. You're thinking that everyone's dead. That's yes. what you think for yes. a second because you see the explosion. Which is equally heartless that like you kill an innocent child. Like, how dare you? Who butcher or Homelander? Both. Well, both. Honestly, honestly. he I let mean, it happen. Yeah, because yeah. Homelander never liked that, that baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, you know, and the and the sitter. The yeah, sitter's gone sitter too. too. Yeah. yeah, she was upstairs. Right? Oh so, man. So. so what happens at the very end, George, with, with get a, Stillwell's <clears throat> gone, you know. We, he wakes up in this like dreamlike state. He it being Homelander. Like, home, home, no, no, butcher. Butcher. no, Butcher. Oh, Butcher, I'm sorry. Yeah, butcher. <laughs> sorry. Homelander is completely fine. He's good. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh. But Butcher wakes up in this dreamlike state and at this point I'm, I'm assuming it seemed like a dream because you see Homelander and uh, you see, he sees his wife come out. And then you see a little blonde kid come out, mm-hmm. and it looks exactly like Homelander. Mm-hmm. And what do we know? Like, they—he looks at him with the the eyes. They do the, the eyes like with the eyes glow. Up, and we realize that that is his Homelander son. Mm-hmm. And that is just brutal for Butcher to have him see if it's real. I because I still don't know. Like I know y'all say it's for sure happened, but it, it seems just so crazy. So yeah. so you think Butcher's dead? You think you think that's like? No, I don't think he's dead. I, I just I just don't. It just seems like a dream or something because it seemed very dreamlike the way it was like shot and everything. Sure. It, just mm-hmm. looked, it just looked 
I think it's real, and because it would explain Becca's disappearance for eight years. By the way, that kid is huge for being Mm -hmm. presumably seven, eight years old. Okay, like he's a big kid. Like he's tall. Well, he's superpowered too. That's true. He's superpowered too, which is curious because the fact that if Homelander was a lab child who was maybe injected with Compound V, or maybe Compound V came from him. Mm-hmm. Let's say, and then he was told he couldn't have kids, but maybe there was a reason because that actually could be genetically passed on to his um, child, yeah. his offspring. I was going to say spawn, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that you know maybe Homelander is the key to all this. Like he shouldn't have kids because he projects the the violent tendencies and that and what have you, but. But yeah, we do see that Becca has been raising this child. Mm-hmm. Um, and Homelander's like, oh, you know, we're a family. And, you know, that's something that he obviously never had. Mm-hmm. It's something he maybe now wants. But then where does that leave Butcher and Becca? And so, why didn't they just kill Butcher? Exactly. Because I know he wanted them to look at him. Homelander wanted oh, to oh, suffer. Oh, no, you know, I know. Oh, yeah, you know why. Homelander. But then after he sees yeah. that, like, what, what's the point? What, yeah. What's he going to do? Some more. He's just going to let him live? Well, that's why I'm really curious to see how season two opens. Exactly. Yes. Where do they go from Where do they there? go from yep. yeah. That's yeah. going to be a big Very thing. Very Like, you, you almost have to open with that scene. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, like, if Butcher's just, like, back at his apartment or something, like, how does that, how does he get there? You need to see that. Yeah. There's a lot of explaining. One thing I notice when when Butcher wakes up and he sees his wife and he sees the kid, Becca looks happy. Becca looks like she's adapted. Eight years later, she, you know, she's a mother now. She probably had no choice. Yeah, but like, you would think you'll see some type of like, dismay, like, I'm yeah. stuck in this life with a kid that I probably didn't want. Yeah. Unless she totally adjusted. Yeah. I mean, she gives Butcher though, it's pretty, it's like a pain. It's, yeah, it's a very like, pain uh, look. Yeah. Like, Awkward. because how do you explain to your husband whether you had an affair or you were raped or whatever, it resulted in in a child, okay, mm-hmm. a child that's not with your husband. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you go on from that? Mm-hmm. Like, just it. I mean, Vought clearly put her like in a witness protection kind of situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. absolutely, because they kept it from Homelander, right. and we don't know like how far she is and that kind of thing. So, yeah. if the idea was to keep Homelander away from the family, they yeah. did a damn good job at doing that because yeah. he mm-hmm. never knew. So. Yeah. And we did a damn good job day two. Yeah, three episodes in one episode. That's Woo! amazing. We pulled it off. Yay. Awesome. Please let us know what you think about the boys. I can't wait for season two. Oh yeah, it'll come out this summer, I assume. I think they just finished like shooting recently. Nice. Yep. So been uh, seeing a lot on their social media yeah. about you know. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. Boys. Hope you look forward to our next episode. Yep. We'll be back soon. I think we're gonna talk about something that a lot of people enjoy. Dun 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 dun. dun. Yep. Or we're gonna explain it to yeah, we're explain Frank Star over Wars. here because yeah. we're someone Star doesn't Wars. want to watch the movies. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's how we'll end this episode. I thought sure. I was Superman for a second. I was like, oh, I'm watch the old Superman movies. Oh, but then I was like, man. oh, okay. That wouldn't be so, bad. Yeah. That wouldn't be bad. But at all. that sounds like Superman. Sort of. Chris Marie Superman. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. It is. I think okay. it's all John Williams. It, it is John Williams. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. It's very John Williams. So yeah. So yeah. So um. So for everybody, uh, we hope that you uh, enjoyed this episode. Let us know on social media what you think about it. Use the hashtag WatchersBasement and then listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and your reviews. Let us know what you want us to do next. Yep. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much. Yay.